Thank you for joining the Together Church Podcast. Today you're going to hear a sermon from our series, When Life Gives You Lemons. In today's message, we're breaking down Psalm chapter 23, and we're discovering what it was David was trying to tell us about God being our shepherd. Hope you enjoy today's podcast. Let me ask you this question this morning. How good are you at being led? You know, the Bible paints a picture of God as a good shepherd. It says that he is the good shepherd, and you and I, well, we are the sheep. Now, that might be difficult for our contemporary ears to hear, because we live in a world where we're told to be a lion and to chart our own paths. And it can be hard to follow a shepherd and be a sheep. Today, I want us to take a look at probably one of my favorite passages of the Old Testament, but looking at Psalm 23 and studying the first four verses here, and I want us to look at that and see that God is our shepherd who guides and protects us, his sheep, in the valleys of life. If you have your scripture, would you open it up with me? If not, you can follow along here on our screen, but Psalm 23, one through four says this, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Verse 2 says that he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. And he leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. So even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. I love that. I love reading that verse and, and seeing and hearing everything that involves life and lemons that are happening around that. You know, most often when you and I hear a psalm like that read, we read Psalm 23 it's most often that we've heard it at a funeral because of that one line, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. But here's the thing. Psalm 23, it's not about death. Instead, it is about life. It's a, it's a description of living life in God's care. It, it's a description of having this relationship in this life with the Good Shepherd. Uh, it's, it's learning to live with the lemons of life. And I don't know if you've ever read it in that way, but that's the way that I, I was reading it this week when we have been talking about life and lemons. Now, the Lord is not just some generic shepherd, right? David says that the Lord is my shepherd, you see what David is doing is he's personalizing this. He's, he's saying, I want, I want to personalize this and show you my relationship with, to God. He's referring to himself in this passage 17 times. He's referring to himself throughout this psalm. David wants us to know that he is dependent upon God because God leads and then David follows. That's the relationship. You see, the writer David, who would also be known as King David, he knows a thing or two about shepherds. You see, his father was a shepherd. David himself was a shepherd. 
It's with that background that David begins to write out this analogy of this shepherd and sheep relationship. David's not writing as a shepherd, but instead, David is writing as a sheep. You see, shepherding isn't easy. Shepherding requires constant attention and care, providing, leading, healing, protecting. It is a constant journey to to lead sheep from point A to point B. Shepherding is not an easy job. And this is the metaphor that David chooses to use here in Psalm 23. And, And the evidence in this passage suggests to us that David was not a boy when he wrote this. Now, he may have actually been a king when this was written. And if that's the case, then there's a few things that we know that would help us understand this passage even more. David would have been grief-stricken and heartbroken. It may have been the darkest hour of his life. You see, up to this point, David's been through a lot of things. Even though he was anointed, as a king at a very young age, he still had to wait for God to put him on the throne because there's another guy who was king, King Saul. When you look at David's life, there were things that happened. His best friend, Jonathan, who's his brother-in-law, was killed. King Saul, who's his father-in-law, wants David dead, wants to kill him, murder him. So David goes on the run as a fugitive. And later on, Saul dies, and his body, along with David's best friend Jonathan, is hung on a wall in Beth Shean in Israel. David's gone through some hard times, but he opens this passage up by making a personal declaration when life has given him lemons, and he says this, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now, When we read that phrase, I shall not want, our minds tend to automatically think of material things. But I want you to see something. This word want actually has a much deeper meaning than material things. It's not the abundance of material possessions that cause David not to want, but instead, it is David's contentment in his shepherd that causes him not to want. It's as if he were saying, I have found everything that I need within my shepherd. It is contentment. See, the one thing about sheep is they can't provide for themselves. They they can't. They can't provide peace for themselves. They can't provide food for themselves. They are heavily dependent. They can experience peace. They can experience getting the food and all those things. But here's the thing about sheep. They cannot create it. The environment for the sheep to flourish must be created by the shepherd. (laughs) So David says, that's what God provides. So we lack nothing. There's nothing that we lack. And just picture with me for a minute. I can see David laying in an open field just gazing up at the stars with a smile on his face. So he's writing these words, thinking about all the times that God had provided for him, even in the darkest moments of his life. And these next few verses are written as if he's writing to say, hey, let me brag about my shepherd for a second. 
So he goes on to tell us all about his God, all about his shepherd. He says this, starting in verse 2. He says, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside these still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Now, as you read in the Old Testament, there was a good awareness of this corporate nature of the Jewish religion. There was an understanding that God was our shepherd. They knew that. The nation of Israel as a whole knew that God was their shepherd. But here's what's so striking to me about Psalm 23. It's how intensely personal this psalm is. It's super personal. And all you have to do is trace the pronouns all the way through the psalm. Think back. He says, the Lord is my shepherd. He makes me lie down. He leads me. He restores me. He leads me in paths of righteousness. And then he gets to the middle part of the hymn, which talks about the difficult things of life. And he gets even more personal. And he says, you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now, this is intensely personal nature. That's what's so striking about Psalm 23 is how personal it is. And we even see a shift in David's pronouns here. Because in verses 1 through 3, he says he leads and he restores. But in verse 4, he uses a different pronoun. He says, you. So he shifts his language. What is David saying here? I think he's trying to let us know that, number one, the Christian life is not always about green pastures and still waters. Dark valleys are real. Dark valleys are real. It's not always rainbows and butterflies. Sometimes in the Christian life, those green pastures and still waters, there's got to be some dark valleys to get there. But see what David says here about those. Even though I walk through, not stay there, not camp out, not build a house and live there. He says, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, Here's the promise. You are with me. Did you see that? The shepherd is there. The strength to endure times of trouble is the presence of the shepherd. Valleys can be dangerous places. In these high and desert environments, valleys typically have more vegetation. They're predators. You can see trapped prey from the hilltops from from far away. But in these valleys are streams and vegetation for food. The sheep find provision in valleys, and the shepherd guards them from attack. Well, why is that? Because the shepherd is always prepared. He has a rod and a staff. The rod's used to drive away any kind of danger and keep those sheep in line, where the staff is used to rescue if any of those sheep should fall away. His protection comforts. Not in a sympathetic kind of way, but in an encouraging way. When life gets most unsure, God comes closest to us. And he's not there only before and after. David says, even though, he's saying, 
God is there during this darkness. He's not showing up at the beginning and at the end. He is walking with us through this. The, the whole central thing that David is trying to explain in Psalm 23 is this, is that you are with me. When, when life brings lemons, he says, you are with me. That's the thing we have to hold on to. Now, how do we know that this is the central theme? Because one of the clues that we have is that in Hebrew poetry, it tends to put the most important things right in the middle. And if you looked at Psalm 23 and you laid it out in Hebrew in rhythm and you counted from top down and bottom up, the very center of the psalm is the middle part of verse 4. Psalm 23 is about the very presence of God. It is, it is about a man of faith, a man who is after God's own heart and in the midst of uncertainties of life, when dealing with the lemons of life, in the midst of the pains of life, when everything else seems to be moving and shaking, there is one thing that David knows above all else, and that is God is with him. God is with him. So my question to you this morning, where is the lemonade from Psalm 23? Because maybe right now you are in a valley situation. You're not on a mountaintop, and you aren't able to even see the horizon. But yet you feel trapped, and you can't climb out. Your lemonade is to learn to trust the shepherd for provision and protection. Listen, it might be dark in the valley, but God will guide you. He will grow you. He will protect you when you're weak. Here's the promise. He is with you. So whatever valley you're in today, whatever valleys are in your future, just know this, the Lord is never absent in those things. He's always right there. Even if the shadows have darkened your view, and you may have some very shadowy days, but just know God is holding you. And I can promise you in due course, in due time, you will step into the sunlight and you will lay down in green pastures and you will lay down beside still waters. The soul that is within you that has been shaken will be restored. After all, why would a shepherd lead sheep through the valley of the shadow of death? Isn't the only reason he would do that is to get us to a better place? So as we process through Psalm 23 this morning, I want to encourage you to gather your family around and read those passages back out. Read Psalm 23, 1 through 4. Ask the question is, where is the lemonade? What is God telling us right now? And what do we need to act on? What is the next step for us in this scripture? I want to pray for you. Father, I thank you for each person watching today. I just pray for a blessing over them. I pray that in these times of uncertainties, that we will know that you are our good shepherd that even though we may walk through a valley of the shadow of death, God, that you walk with us. Your presence is with us. And we thank you because, God, when we recognize your presence and we are here, you restore us and you lead us and you guide us and you comfort us. And we thank you for those promises today. May we always remember them. And may even in these days that are before us, that God, we know that you are leading us. May we keep our eyes on you, our good 
shepherd. And we pray these things in your name. Thank you for joining us on the Together Church podcast today. For more information on Together Church, or if you want to hear some more sermons, you can always hop over at wearetogether.church. Thanks again for joining us.